What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. I go by the name of Ballad, and you are listening to Create Your Own Story Podcast with Terrell Gannett. Perfect. <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? I'm here with another podcast, um, and I have the pleasure of having recording artist Ballad on. If you guys haven't heard of him, well, then you guys are going to get a rude awakening right now and be pleasantly surprised about you know his story, his journey, and his music that we're going to play during the podcast. So how, how's your day been, though? What, what, what's going on with you right now? Hey, uh, my day's been great. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, by the way. Um, my day's been great. It's been a pretty smooth day. Um, kind of took the time to relax, relax, and have some rest, which I needed. <laughs> yes, don't we all? And I uh, yesterday was Sunday, and I was supposed to do something, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna do anything at all. Today. <laughs> like, I feel that. Um, when when do I have the luxury of actually? not doing anything um because i feel like i'm always so busy with just i want to say with even within the last like four months or something i put my hand into things that i didn't think that i would ever get into again um whether it be like the music industry or even just podcasts at all um so i'm 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 happily busy i guess you could say that's a good that's a good busy to have um it sucks when you're busy and you don't want to be in in ways that you and things that you're doing things that you don't want to be doing. So if you're happily busy, that's that's not a bad place yeah, to be. Speaking of that, I'm like a part of this nonprofit too, and I'm gonna have to uh, let them know that I can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's just, and it's. I think the nonprofit is a great thing, but with everything yeah. that I'm doing, it, I, my heart's not in it. And if my heart's not in something, I'm at the age that I'm just not gonna deal with it. Like you know, it, it's yeah. Like I'm gonna have my language half ass the work that i do i'm gonna you know i'm not in it you know <laughs> yeah no that makes sense if you're not in it it's kind of have to it's a mature thing to be like yeah i gotta let this go um because you're not gonna like you said you're not gonna put your all into it and why do it if you're not really gonna put yourself in it <laughs> exactly so i had found you on twitter um i happened to come across uh, your live performance of or the single orange um and i thought it was like super amazing like because i feel this is my personal opinion that a lot of people say that quote unquote r&b is dead a lot of people say that there's no real good music anymore artists don't make real good music anymore i don't necessarily believe that is true i think that most of the artists that we are wanting something from or not even just artists that we know but just people that are actually creating good music and and quality music we don't hear about they're not signed to major labels and that could be because they don't have the you know tiktok on locker they don't have 
social media, it's not back how it was like 10 years ago where you can get signed because of your talent. Like now you really don't have to have talent. They want to see your, your <laughs> fan base. And if you already, they basically labels back in the day would do all the work to build you. Yeah. Now they want you to come already built. Um, so it can be a struggle. And then they take pretty much all your money <laughs> for something that you create. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, I, so going on with what I was saying, though, when I heard you, I was like, oh, dang, this is, like, real. Like, this is good. This feels like, you know, like what everybody talks about that they want and that they want to see. But then again, we are, we're out here on social media promoting the – I'm not going to say any, any names. I'm not trying to diss anybody. I'm not trying to <laughs> – because I feel like oftentimes we do that. We uh, will yeah. put somebody down by – putting somebody like raising somebody up and yeah yeah, yeah. i know exactly I, what you yeah. mean yeah i don't want to do that but like there's just there's like i would say popcorn music in a sense where it's not much work into it um it yeah. just has a good beat and a catchy hook and it's a hit even though the song is really garbage actually um yeah. so how has it been for you um because i've seen you've been doing music for years now how has it been yeah. for you grasp being able to grasp a, a solid fan base? Um, it's been a lot of trials and tribulations, really. Uh, it's, it's been tough. I think throughout the years, I kind of believed in this idea of pretty much if you put it out there, um, people are going to see it and, and they're, they're going to come. And if it's good enough, people will find it and they're going to come and it's just going to blow up from there. And not to say that that can't happen and won't happen, but that really is like winning the lottery. Um, it's something that I, I, I've come to find out. It's like winning the lottery. It can happen, but you have to do so much work to put yourself in a position to be seen. Um, and for an artist like me, it took a while to to grasp that because I never because it is so real and authentic to me, like I'm really putting out my life out there. I never wanted it to be something that I'm constantly promoting and putting in front of your face. It's like, no, like this is, this is me. This is real. Like you're going to find it. You're going to like it. And you're going to want to support because it, it connects with you in that way. I don't want to have to ask you to support. I don't like, that's like the type of pridefulness that I took from it because it meant so much for me. And it took a lot, um, a lot of avenues, a lot of, especially with social media and understanding that a little bit more, that it's just like, actually, no, like doing the work and doing that, that's like half the battle. (laughs) Like I have to put myself in a position to be seen. Like that's not always the funnest, but how, how is anybody going to know what I'm creating if, if I don't show it? Like if I'm not a fan of myself first, um, how are they going to be a fan of that? Um, And I think definitely with TikTok, when that came along and me having to like revamp and understand how I can put myself out there. Cause I, I was posting every single day on TikTok and I didn't want to do that. I didn't understand it. I was just like, I just got to learn this new platform. But through doing that, like I saw a lot of different ways. I'm like, oh, okay. This is why people don't mind. Like, especially the community on there. They're like, oh yeah, you could post the same thing every day if you wanted to, we're going to show up. I'm like, oh, the people that actually love your work and are there for you, they're not going to mind seeing something of yours that I've already seen before. They're they're gonna be okay with seeing it again yeah. and pushing it for other people to see it. Like keep pushing it for new eyes to see it. Like if some if like 10 people seeing it, a hundred people seeing it, that's that doesn't if that's all you want it to reach, beautiful. But if it's more than that, keep 
pushing, keep yeah. putting it in people's faces. Obviously, not the exact same way. Keep thinking of ways that align with you that you can do and putting it in people's faces. Um, and I really just started doing that and kept pushing at that. And then obviously, I took it from TikTok to Twitter, and it's just been growing. Um, and as hard as it's been, it's beautiful now uh, to be able to kind of just be myself um, and show up, and people are really resonating with the music and what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I I agree with everything you just said. I find it even just me as a, a creator, um, trying to find my my niche and what I really want to do. I mean, yes, I have this podcast, and I feel, and I'm a certified life coach as well. And so when I post things, I I post certain things. Some I well, I was posting things that were very um, uh, life coach driven or whatever, but if People know me as a person, not that I'm like Kevin Samuels or anything like that, <laughs> but like I'm, I'm, I'm real. I have a personality. So things that I was yeah. writing or posting were, was not translating to me as a person. So I've been having to try to find a balance and being authentic to myself, but still creating something that grabs the audience. attention. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the key. I mean, that, that, I believe that was the key for me. Once I understood that, but I'm still learning how to do it better. But once I started to grasp that, that's when it felt a lot easier to show up and like on social media, it still can be exhausting, but it felt a lot easier. Cause it's like, okay, I'm just being me, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm doing it in a way that that can resonate with others. But at the end of the day, I'm really just being me. And that's kind of easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's this video, like, because I was always thinking, like, when you think of TikTok, when you, I was overthinking things, like, oh, I got to create this stuff and create, like, these type of reels, and I have to put all this work into it. Yeah. And then I see other people that are just talking on there, and I'm like, oh, they got a whole bunch of views. And I'm just like, oh, I don't have to do so much. I can just do something so simple. And I had posted this one video, and it was literally, like, years before TikTok I had made, and I happened to find it on Snapchat because I was playing, um song was I playing it was some gospel song I don't know and I was talking to a friend this is back when I used to work at van so this was like six years ago um <laughs> and I was telling her like in a sense preaching to her about how like she's mad at somebody but I'm like they don't even know you're mad like you're carrying that on yourself or whatever mm-hmm. like so you mean to tell me you're gonna sit here being a miserable bitch because you're upset at somebody I use that language <laughs> too uh, and they're sitting up there happy, and like I was like, you just gotta let that stuff go, like you know, and yeah. like that grasped a whole bunch of attention from people because you know it's just real life stuff, and I'm just like, oh, like it's yeah. something that simple. That's usually how I talk. So, um, <laughs> right, so it is I, beautiful when it works out that way. <laughs> no, exactly. So, how has it um, been with the success of Orange? Um, it's been surreal uh, because for as much as obviously I said like. You know, I just have to show up for myself and be myself and introduce my work in different ways, but still keep it me. As much as like I believed in that and I was doing that, to see it have the success that it did, you know, took me by surprise. Because I'm just like, yeah, I know what I wanted to do, but I can't tell you if it will. (laughs) How many times in life do we actually be like, this is exactly what I want? And it surpasses that, you know what I mean? Um, So to see that was kind of like, it's it's, it's been surreal. but it's been a blessing as well because it's like, like I said, more and more people are now listening to my work um, through Orange. They're discovering other other 
uh, records that I've made and they're interested in hearing more of my journey and my story. And it's like, how wonderful it is to kind of just like show up and things work out yeah. <laughs> eventually because it's the consistency of it. I just didn't show up one day and be like, it all worked <laughs> out. No, I had to keep showing up and keep showing up even on days that it felt like it would never work out. Just keep showing up. And now that I did that, did that for myself, now everybody else is showing up with me. So question, how, so have you had days where you wanted to just give up? Oh yeah. And what, <laughs> what kept you going? You said what? And what kept you going? Um, it's really my love for music, my love for wanting to connect with people and, um, and bring a little bit more love into the world. Like I hope, you know, at the very least my music makes somebody feel something. Um, at most I want them to do something like at the highest I wanted to hear, I want them to heal something. Um, and really it's just the love for that and wanting to do that. That's been, that's kept me going. Cause I, I've wanted to quit more than once more than a couple of times every single year since i started um and every time i get there before it used to be man i think i should give up and then that same day or the next day or something or that within that same week i would create something incredible and i'm like okay never mind (laughs) i have to keep going because clearly this is a sign that i should keep going because i just made this beautiful work of art um but then as as years went by that wouldn't happen like as quickly. Like if I'd have that thought, I wouldn't create something right away. Um, so I had to draw from something else. And that's really from my love. Like, well, you know, yeah, this is tough. Yeah. I kind of want to quit. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do what I think I'm going to do, but this means too much to me. Like I truly love this. So at the very least I have to honor that in myself. And that's what kept me going. That's, that's amazing. What would you, what would you say, your definition of success is um, really truly finding joy in in the life that you're living um you know i know a lot of people equate like money or stardom and that to success but for me it's kind of like if if i'm able to find joy in what i do um on a daily basis and i'm able to take care of myself and the people that i love in a way that um that is self-sufficient i've i'm successful because <laughs> yeah. i mean even even when it comes to just music like if somebody if my music has made someone feel something i'm successful like that I've, I've made a difference no matter how small i've made a difference and that's success to me like there's different levels of success but to me that's enough yeah. <laughs> anything else is extra it's a plus i would love it obviously but you know what i aim for is to at least have an have some sort of impact, no matter how small, and just being able to be, you know, joyful in what I'm doing and being able to take care of the people I love. I love that. I'm going to leeway into picking another record or picking a record off one of your songs. Ooh, I can't even talk. I'm going to play <laughs> a record from one of your catalogs um, that I really, really enjoyed. This particular one is Selfish. Okay. So let's get into it. Would help if I played it off the right phone now, wouldn't it? <laughs> Here we go, selfish. Ooh, 
to other stuff this is a few months back and because I've been in the music industry for a while and I know an artist can have a really good song but the rest of their stuff is crap <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes though um and um this is like the second song I actually played and I'm like oh okay I really like this and then I listened to the other one I was like oh all his music's actually pretty good um so what does that record selfish mean to you it's actually surreal hearing it because I haven't heard it in a little bit. <laughs> and every time I haven't heard my songs in a, in a good while, I'm like, oh, wow, I wrote that. <laughs> um, but for me, I think, funny enough, it, the record started off as a potential collaboration. Um, yeah, the, the instrumental was kind of given to me. And I just kind of, like with most of my records, I kind of, let whatever wanted to come out, come out. And for this one, I know I was just speaking on a time where it's just, I had been missing, you know, a previous lover of mine. And previously before this time that I was thinking of him, I had hit him up. Like, it was just like, all right, cool. I hit him up. I let him know that I was missing him. I let him know that, you know, I wanted things to work. And I, you know, I wanted things to be better and see what we could do about that. And it felt like, all right, now I'm here again. And it kind of, sometimes you feel like, I know this person is probably feeling similar, but it's just like, who's going to budge first? And it yeah. felt like I was in that in that place. And I'm like, for self, it's just like, I don't want to budge first. I did it the last time. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to do it this time. I, I want to know that I mean the same to you, like you mean to me, that you're willing to be like, I, I don't care how I look. I'm going to show up and I'm going to let you know how I feel. Because I did that. And, and I want to be able to feel that from you as well. And it's like, dang, is that kind of selfish? Because <laughs> yeah. clearly I want to reach out to you again. But I'm like, nah, but you need to do it this time. Yeah, it's kind of selfish. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to say that I was having this conversation with one of my friends. And um, she had was talking to this dude. And I guess something happened didn't work out. And he stopped talking to her. And he ghosted her for like six months. Mm. And then Jeez. he hit her up and acted like nothing ever happened. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, and like basically was wanting her to like 
put in effort so they could be together, whatever the case is. And she's just like, I, I don't even know if I want to be with him. Like, I, you know, like, I don't know how I feel because it's been six months. I thought we was done, done. And now you come back yeah. and she's on. But then he has the audacity to make it seem like I got to do the work when he's the one who stopped talking <laughs> to me. Like, and it just puts me in the mind of that because some people can. But in your situation, I don't think that that's a selfish thing. But at the same time, it's like, where where is the balance? Like, who's supposed yeah. to make the first move? And in certain cases, as a life coach, I tell people, like, it doesn't, as long as the move is made, doesn't matter who is supposed to make the move. Good but, advice. <laughs> but at the same time, don't be taken advantage of in yeah. that. Because, like, it's kind of like the whole Beyonce song, Yes, where I say yes all this time. I do all this. I'll do. I'll do all this. But the one time I, I don't do song. something, I love that mm-hmm. I one time I don't do something, or the one time that it doesn't go your way, then I'm the bad guy. It's the kind of thing. So yeah. you know, you just have to be able to find the the balance and not the, compromise. Yes, but don't compromise with your self being and your self worth. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So with self worth being the topic at hand right now, what would you say your self worth is based on? Oh, that's a good question. That's a, a little deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's still something to this day that I, I kind of have to sit with myself and process and 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 find it in healthy ways. Because now it's it shouldn't be, but now it is very much rooted in you know what I can do for others. Um, I'm very much a lover, and I I like to be able to bring joy into people's lives. So I feel like whenever I'm not able to do that i get pretty hard on myself um and we shouldn't connect our self-worth to what to our label and and what we can do for others but you know that's that's a continued struggle of mine (laughs) to be like no no i'm worthy you know regardless of you know what i can do for somebody i'm worthy of just you know existing and just being me um just something i try to practice but you know i'm human so (laughs) day by day and i feel that a lot of people can relate to that i think that I mean, I don't know what you've been through in your childhood, but I feel like a lot of stuff, when people have some sort of abandonment type issues, they try to go above and beyond for their family, their friends, their lover, and give what they necessarily didn't have or just show that they yeah. are always here. Uh, I mean, because I can personally relate to that, and I've had to be like, I'm not going to give anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I have to tell myself, I like, if they are not cool with me not providing anything, like, I don't... Our, our friendship should not be based on or our relationship should not be based on what I do for you. Yeah, absolutely. And if I don't do anything again for the rest of my life, we should still be just as close because it shouldn't be based on those things. Granted, for some people, they they expect so much. I've had friends that I'd always hit them up or whatever to hang out. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to hit nobody up no more. Let's see what happens. And some <laughs> people I never hung out with again. To this day, yeah. I never heard from him again or nothing. And then one of them I asked, I'm like, well, what happened? And she was just like, oh, well, that's just what you do. You hit people up to hang out or whatever. But I'm more than that. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah it comes with balance, too. I think people, um, we set a precedent. Um, and they expect certain things from us. And it's like, all right, when we stop doing that, they don't know how to show up. And it's like, kind of have to meet me halfway here. Yeah. I can't always do this. Not that I don't like doing that, but. I can't always do that. Like, exactly. I need leeway to just, like, I need some chill. <laughs> yeah. So what mistakes 
have you made that you feel have changed your life for the better? Oof, I'll get deep. Um, I definitely was not good at setting boundaries for myself. Um, yeah, I was not good at setting boundaries for myself, and I was a pretty big people pleaser. Um, to my de- detriment, because I wanted everybody obviously to be okay, um, which caused me to be in situations that could have been avoided if I just said, hey, I'm actually not okay with this. Um, I actually have an issue with this. If we can, you know, do it in a different way or we can compromise in some way instead of just going along with it because I felt like if I don't go along with it, I'm going to lose out on the opportunity to know you or get to get closer to you. Um, so yeah, not, not being honest with myself, um, and not setting up boundaries was definitely a huge mistake in my life that I, I feel like I've grown the most from because getting heartbreak and just like a lot of disappointment from that put me in a position to be like, all right, you got to start speaking up. (laughs) You have to, regardless of what it is, you got to start speaking up. If you actually, if they care for you and you care for them. You'll speak up, you'll set up this boundary, and what is meant to be is meant to be. If they're not okay with you setting a boundary for yourself that you need, then they're probably not people that align with you and should be in your life at this point in time. Um, and that's helped me a lot. I'm still working on it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not a pro by no means. Boundaries <laughs> is very hard still, but I've gotten a lot better, and I'm not going to make those same mistakes again, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, I feel that. I can relate to that so much. I feel like I... I was just having this conversation with one of my friends. I was just like, I feel like I make the same type of friends all the time where it's people that are damaged in some type of way and I'm mm-hmm. the fixer. And I don't have a God complex, yeah. nothing like that. But I like if I see that you're in need of something, I want to be the person to give it to you. Yeah, you want to help. Exactly. And then I like had to – and then once you're fixed, the friendship kind of dissolves or whatever. And for so yeah. long, I used to be, like, so, like, you know, mad about it. Because I'm like, I've done all this for you. And then you're just going to act like you don't even know me, like, kind of thing. And I had yeah. to, like, take a step back. And I'm like, well, maybe that's why I was there for them. Like, I, you yeah, know, I, I had tend to make certain relationships that were supposed to only be there for a short amount of time. And me thinking that they're supposed to be there for forever. And that's just not yeah. what it is. And I had to come to terms and accept that, like, you know, like, this is, you know, maybe this is what I am to certain people. I'm supposed to just be there to help them and help, you know. So with that being said, I ain't doing that no more. (laughs) Um, And I'm just like, I'm not going to make any friends. Like, I need friends to come to me. Like, I'm 34 now. I don't need to build nobody up no more. I am not your mother. If your mother couldn't do it or your father couldn't do it. What makes me think that I can? So I'm not here to build anybody else up again. I need you to come, not whole, because who is whole, but like close to damn near close to being, you know, whole on your own, because I, I just can't. I can't do it. If I see I something, that. I'm just like, oh, that's a red flag. You need money? Oop, yeah. that's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely feel that. I need, like in the same vein, I need people to show Show up. I don't, I don't expect a lot from people. I just need them to show up with the intention and the action of doing better for themselves and building themselves up. Like if if you're not already doing that, nor have the intention, it's like I know that I'm gonna be overextending myself because that's just the type of person I am. So it's like if you're already making the moves and I see that, oh yeah, by all means, yes. by all means, there is there is space here. Like I'm not expecting you to be a hundred percent 
complete not maybe not even 50 because i don't know i don't know if i'm not at 50 (laughs) i can't tell you life is pretty long so i can't tell you i might think that i'm I'm past that but that's what i think right now two years from now i can be like yeah i was nowhere near what i thought i was so i I don't expect that i just expect you to have the intention and 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 be making the actions as long as you are there's space (laughs) yes i could so oftentimes we think we say and think that people take advantage of us or take us for granted but my question is, how have you taken yourself for granted? Mm. Ooh, uh, by not seeing my worth. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a common theme. Um, I don't see my worth and and my impact in people's lives. I kind of, which for good, for better or for worse, I kind of just like think I'm, I'm just here. <laughs> like I want to be some somebody that's impactful and meaningful, but I don't feel like I am. Um, come to come to find out, obviously, with the people that I have around me and surround my, that's not that's not accurate. <laughs> I do a lot for them, but I, I don't. It's hard for me to see that. Um, it's hard for me to see that self worth because, I mean, I don't do it to be. I don't do the things that I do. I don't show up to be rewarded. I show up just because that's what my heart tells me I should be doing. Um, so yeah, have, having to come up a better. Yeah, better system of me understanding myself worth and loving myself in that way. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to play another record, and you just released this record, Lemonade. Um, tell us a little bit about it. Lemonade, it's a very playful record for me, um, especially after, you know, releasing Orange, which, which for me was very vulnerable and kind of me laying it kind of all out there and honoring my past self and really speaking and giving voice to things that I didn't allow myself to say back then. I didn't want to give another moody <laughs> record. I wanted uh, something that people can have fun fun with, you know, move to. Um, and I also call it, it's like a, an ode to Black women for me. Because um, especially with, with Orange, like on TikTok, I got so much love from Black women on that platform. Thousands of videos just being made um, to that song. And it just really brought a light into my world. And even on Twitter, you know, when they, they were all wearing Orange, um, it made me feel... Like I mattered. Uh, awesome. <laughs> like uh, what I'm doing, like has a significant purpose. So for me, if I can, you know, create something that allows them to kind of just live and have fun and be free, uh, that's that's what it is for me. That's awesome. Well, let's get into lemonade. Oh, you're so smooth, ah, sweet like good So 
Represented music in some way. Um, I always wanted like a cool name that had music in it. Like if I, like thinking back to like Music Soul Child, like I was really astonished by that name. I'm like, his name is Music Soul Child. He literally has music in his name. Like I want something as cool as that that resonates. And I just couldn't find anything that that worked. Uh, and then one night I was just like in front of the mirror in my bathroom, and I was like, all right, well, you know, what do you like? I'm like, well. I love ballads. Love ballad. Uh, that's a little corny. Ballad. Ballad. Okay, I'm going to go with ballad. <laughs> and nobody was feeling it. Yeah. Nobody was rocking with it. No, nobody was feeling it. No one was rocking it. But I, I believed it. And I was like, it just feels right. And I'm, I'm not that great at coming up with names. Uh-huh. So when I come up with something, I feel like it's for a reason. So I was just like, I'm just going to rock with it. And I'm glad I did because now every time people hear it now, they think it, it, it fits and they think it's it's yeah. cool. And I'm like, that's great. Because <laughs> they did. didn't think that back then. <laughs> that's funny. Isn't it funny how that works out sometimes though? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> so what would you say, this is a kind of a personal question, but what are some mm-hmm. things that uh, make you insecure? Ooh. Ooh. Um, man, that is a good one. <laughs> I think, yeah, given I, I can I can pull from a recent experience where I was in I was in the studio, um, and I was uh, with some incredible songwriters and 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 dope vocalists. Like because again, I, I brought back the I'm bringing back the the whole self worth thing because I don't see my impact and I don't see the things that I do. Um, just being in that atmosphere and just listening to them, I'm like, wow, they are phenomenal. They are so good. I'm just sitting here and I'm like, I'm shrinking. <laughs> I'm in this room, even though it's it's a session for me. I'm in this room shrinking. I'm like, they are so good. Like, do I even deserve to be here? Like, they are really good. I can't, I can't sing like that. Oh my god. And I'm I'm just over here like this. Meanwhile, a little later down in the session. You know, they're paying me compliments. They're like, yo, I can't wait to see you blow. Like, you can actually sing. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? Wait, are we listening to the same thing? That's funny. Um, so that kind of that, that makes me insecure. Like, be, being around, like, great people, not because of jealousy or anything like that, just because I don't see myself as that great. Um, I just see myself as me. That's all I can be. I show up as me. So sometimes being around people that I feel like are incredible, I start to shrink and I feel insecure that I'm not doing enough. Um, so that, yeah, that makes me insecure. <laughs> I, feel, I feel that. I used to definitely be like that. Like when I started in the music industry, um, I wanted to 
just help artists out in any way that I can. Like, that's all I wanted to do. And I started with the artists that are still doing music to this day. They're not, like, huge, huge names. but um, And then I made friends with uh, K. Michelle. And I started working with her. And I was like, oh, I can actually do this. So then uh, the knowledge that I took yeah. from working with her and her manager, I've been able to help other different artists. And then I got to the point where I'm just like, okay, I don't want to assist like I've been in yeah. parties around Brandy and all these other people and I'm just like I might not do music but I'm just as dope as you are yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and I've had to like you know like if anything like I like I was joking around with somebody I used to work with I wasn't uh, joking around about somebody I used to work with or whatever and I'm just like well I got more stuff released than you do with these podcasts <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm just like, you should be carrying my bags. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Joking, joking, joking. Um, but like, I don't, yeah, yeah. I realize that like, you know, I, I don't want to necessarily be behind the scenes anymore. I feel like I'm just as good and as great um, as anybody else. And there's nothing that sets me apart from the, the artist, you know, like I, in, in my yeah. mind, I'm just as big as freaking Beyonce, Jay-Z type of stuff. And not, I mean, I'm not be. That's... cocky or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying that, like, I I feel like everybody should feel that way. Like, you know, you have to, if yeah. you're not going to be your biggest supporter or your biggest, you know, who, if you don't believe in yourself, who else is going to? Yeah, yeah. At least, at least affirming yourself in that way. Yes. Like, you don't, like, for me, I can only speak for myself. You don't necessarily have to believe it, but affirm yourself in that mm-hmm. way. You'll get there. You'll, you'll have that belief. Um, and it'll grow. It's like a, it's like a seed, right? You, you plant it and you just like, make sure you water it. Just keep watering. It's going to grow. You're not going to, it's not going to be a huge plant yeah. the next day. No, it's going to take time, but keep doing it. Like keep affirming yourself in that way because you should, you should sit, you should love yourself in that way. Yes. Cause why not? Exactly. <laughs> like the world sure. is hard enough for us to not love ourselves like that. Exactly. And I mean, it's taking me time. I mean, I just started this podcast. I've only had this podcast since like two years now. Nice. Yeah, it's been two years. I started at the beginning, or not the beginning of the pandemic, but in 2020. And mm-hmm. I really want to say I've only had the podcast for a little over a year, almost two years, because the, the scale of the podcast now actually came out in February. Um, but um, of 2021. Um, but like I've had some notable artists, and it's like, um. You kind of get discouraged sometimes because you you like just within the music industry, you know, you you hear more no's than you hear yeses. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then when you get a yes, sometimes you don't um, appreciate it as much. Like so, for instance, I've gotten like my dream guest. I said like in 2021 in January, I was like, oh, I want Samo, the artist Samo, to be on my podcast. Like that's my dream guest to have on there. And I just yeah. asked, and like two months later, I got him on. And I'm like, oh, I felt like I didn't work for it. I felt like I did. It came so easy mm. that I, I couldn't fully appreciate it. Um, and then it was it. over and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, what now? Like, <laughs> what do I strive for now? Because I strive for that and I didn't even, I don't, I don't feel like I did anything to, to get it. So what do I, you know, what I do now? And then I, it kind of uh, didn't discourage me, but it, 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 uh, it did more harm than good i guess you could say um because i i 
I didn't think it would happen so easy. So good. I thought I had to work for it. I really, when I asked him and did the podcast, I really didn't have any podcast out with any art. I have maybe one artist I did a podcast with and, yeah. and I'm just like, Oh, what do I, what do I do now? Like what, you know, <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, I guess I can close up shop. Cause I got what I wanted. <laughs> But have you ever experienced something along the lines of that where you got something and you didn't feel like you, in a sense, deserved it? Um, sim- similar, yeah. I think uh, with with my TikTok, um, the first time I went viral on it, like like really, really viral, and I got like a, I racked up a million. Okay. I was just like, oh. Wait, what? <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting. Obviously, I'm still just, I'm still testing. I was doing all these kind of things. And it was on a video that I had already Posted. had put on it. I just put a different, like, um, text post on it, yeah. right? So for it to go, I'm like, oh, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, say, in the same vein, like, now, like, but I guess for me, it was, it was more unique in the sense of like, oh, this isn't enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I thought, like, oh yeah, you go viral on TikTok. You know, you did it. Like your song's gonna blow up. Yeah. Like people are gonna come in droves, and every your life's gonna change, and everything like that. Usually, that's harder to come by for um, artists of color, especially black artists. But <laughs> it happened, and I'm like, oh, nothing has changed. Okay. Well, I need to aim higher. <laughs> like I need that. to aim higher, and then I aimed higher, and then I got there, and I'm like, oh. Okay, I need to aim really higher. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I've I've I keep having to just move the goalpost. And mm-hmm. the latest time I moved it really far. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I gotta have to really I don't even know how that's gonna happen, but you know what? That's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Like something so far out. Um that way I can, you know, pace myself and still feel like, you know, I'm worthy of working for it in that way. Um because then I and then allow and allows me to see that I can think bigger. You know, it's just like, just because I achieved something that I thought I wasn't even going to achieve. Like, for instance, I've, I've been doing this for 10 years. And obviously, the first time I got a million views on TikTok, that's the most exposure I've ever got yeah. in, in the 10 years combined, right? So it's just like, oh, okay. And you realize that's still nothing. So it's, yeah. it's okay to think bigger. It's think as big as you want. <laughs> be like, kind of like they were doing the thing on TikTok, like, be delusional. Be as delusional yeah. as you want. Be, think as big as you want. Because you might get that. <laughs> yes. You know, and then you got to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I used to think, like, even with the podcast, I'm just like, I used to think about, like, okay, how many views am I getting? How many listens, or I should say listens that I'm getting on this? And then I had, like, few conversations with certain artists or just people, and I got so much out of the conversations with the people that I'm just like, well, who cares about the views? Like I got something out of this. So I yeah. I started the podcast just because people were just like, oh, you should do it. You'd be good at it. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And then I was like, okay, well, I want to get these listens, you know, in and I want people to, you know, and then it changed to, okay, well, I want to help artists and this is a way to do it. And I have my own, talk, basically my own talk show. Um, yeah. And I'm able to, help people in the music industry what I wanted to do in the first place no matter what you know growing up um 
And now it's kind of like, you know, well, I'm doing that, but I'm, I'm doing this for myself too. Like I get good conversations out of this with people when I learn, like anytime I have somebody on, like just from their experiences, I'm learning something new. I'm learning something, you know, about myself. I'm learning something about you guys. And then, you know, and if one person listens to it and they grasp something from it or they like your song or something that they heard and they hadn't heard it before, like that's a success. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so when I used to dream, not that I'm not dreaming big, granted, like, you know, Jenna Jackson coming on here one day, not that I'm not dreaming big like that. <laughs> yeah, you got but, to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not as important as it used to be because, you know, life's short. So I may never hit, yeah. you know, you may never hit, you know, a million views again or whatever, but you, somebody listened to it and it helped somebody else, you know, like yeah. I, I try to think like that now. Um, yeah. So I'm going to play Orange now, um, and it's so funny. So I remember seeing this on Twitter, and then I was just like, okay, let me find him on Instagram because, you know, I was like, let me see if he – because I – like, it's so weird. Like, I always tell artists that come on here, like, don't, like, buy – pay for ads on Instagram, pay for ads yeah. wherever you can because most of the celebrity guests or artists that I've had on here – um, unless I've known them for years, like um, I've seen them because of a, you know, an ad on on social media or someone retweeted yeah. or reposted it or whatever. So you never know what who's actually going to come across your music or who's gonna come, come across your stuff. Not that I'm anybody or anything like that, but I listened to it and I remember you had uh, someone posted like you. I think you asked the question, "What do we call this type of music now?" And <laughs> you already know I'm going with this. And someone yeah. said Harry Pussy music. And I thought that sh- was so funny that I made a whole playlist literally geared around your song. And, nice. and it's called Pussy Hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> you guys, and the cover's dope too. Um, I'll send it to you, but the cover's dope. Um, and literally it just has that whole vibe like I just feel like this is the kind of music that you just go you if you had a long day you're just gonna get a glass of wine and just relax and do a bubble bath or whatever the case you got to do you know to relax and reset and that's just what the vibe this like it gave me and like it just I was like I need to make a playlist with this like I love that I love that I love that and I'm honored (laughs) so it was based off of this record and I will say that I I actually prefer the live version more than the the record version. So you should definitely release the live version on uh, Apple Music, iTunes, or whatever. I will say that I have plans for something with to to do something with that. So I, I, that's all I can say. But right. there's definitely plans. <laughs> well, let's get into Orange. Yeah, here it is. I keep using the wrong phone. You know, the wrong phone. See, that's what happens when you have two phones. Here we go. Complicated. I'm sorry that I played my part. 
Why'd you name it Orange? Um, kind of just me peeling back the layers. Um, made me think of an orange, and then obviously, you know, it was geared around this time, autumn, and I think it just that's the color I saw as well. So it made sense. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! That's amazing. I um was gonna ask you or say something, and I literally lost my train of thought. Um, I was gonna go somewhere with this. Oh, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember. So I don't know if you've ever heard of the show Nashville. It was it's it's since been canceled. Um, it was on a few years back. It's irrelevant. Uh, if you have or haven't. Vaguely. It's, it's, it's vaguely. It's, it's irrelevant vaguely. to what I'm going to say. But anyways, um, on the show, there is this, uh, they had this song. I forget the name of the song. But so it's kind of like the opposite of what you're saying. So you're saying, like, if you are thinking of me, you, you know, call me, in a sense. And... Yeah. The record, I love the other record as well so much because um, I felt like it's so true. Sometimes with people, um, we're weak sometimes with certain people. And yeah. we give some people too many chances. And in the record, she, the girl's saying that, like, if you happen to, like, wake up one morning and you're thinking of me and you're deciding to call me, change your mind. The song's called Change Your Mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, and then she says, because I already know how this is going to go. I'm going to forgive you. You're going to come back and then you're going to hurt me again because this is how it always goes. Um, And I don't know where I was going with that. I just wanted to tell that. (laughs) Um, But it's it's so true. Um, Have you ever been in a place where you've been, I don't want to say weak-minded or weak for somebody where you know that you don't want them to call you? You don't want them to reach back out because you know that you will you know, accept the phone call and then you'll go down the bat same path? I think I, I haven't grown enough because I have to say no, because there definitely are some people that I know if if they call. <laughs> I I have an inkling of where it would go. Obviously, I want things to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, we always want things to be different. But <laughs> would I would I give it a shot? Would I would I try to make it work in some capacity? Like would I try to make space in my life for them? Absolutely. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh some people just have that. They don't know that, uh-huh. you know? So I guess there there's some group there, at least they don't know that. But yeah, they <laughs> they, do know. they they got they that. Try you, they will try you now. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> um but I know I feel like that there I'm like the type of person, like, even if I fall out with somebody, I'm always just like, well, if you ever need anything, you know, you can always hit me yeah. up. And, yeah. like, I'm starting to get into that pay- that space. It's like, if you ever need anything, don't call me. Because <laughs> I will ignore yeah. your phone call. And the reason being is because if I ever needed anything, I know that you wouldn't be there for me. Ooh. And Ooh. And I think that I tend to make relationships with people whether it be love or whatever the case is where i can't rely on them yeah and i have like i don't necessarily like in relationship aspect i don't think i have commitment issues but like with everything else in my life (laughs) (laughs) i have commitment issues like i don't like to commit to something because you know, I might change my mind you know i I might not want to do it that day i might want to so i don't want to so I make it a point where when I make friendships or make relationships, I choose people that I don't need uh, for mm-hmm. anything. 
that I don't have to call on for anything, which one isn't necessarily the best because then I'm not, you know, giving part of myself to the relationship. Yeah. So it is still kind of one-sided. And, but at the same time, it, it kind of helps me because if something goes wrong, I'm just like, well, I never needed you anyways. You never done them for me anyways. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know? it's, it's a form of self-preservation at yeah. the same time too. Yes. Um, I have to say I've been, I've been very blessed that, you know, majority of the people that I come across, I feel like have been good. Now, not, that's not to say that every um, situation went well, <laughs> but as far as their character has been good. Um, and even though the ones that I just said, like they can call, like they, they got it. I feel like if I ever could be just be a really big optimist, but sometimes I am, but I feel like if I ever truly needed it, like truly needed it, I would hope that I can. <laughs> I'd hope that they would be there, even though we haven't spoken. Cause I feel like they have that type of heart, but again, I'm pretty much an optimist. And then I, I forgive people really easily. Um, Cause I don't know. I believe people have a good heart. So if I feel like you truly mean it, <laughs> like I, I believe you don't have to like, I'm not somebody that's like, Oh, you have to prove this to me. No, I'm not putting you through the ringer. Like if you truly mean it, I believe you. Yeah. Like if you do something otherwise, then, you know, that's, I'll take the blame. That's fine. That's cool. I let you, I made that choice, but I, for me, I'd much rather make that choice than not sometimes. I mean, obviously there's some people, but again, I've been blessed. I feel I know people with good character, so I've been blessed. I can say that. Some people, I've met some people that are just like, ooh, nah, don't forgive them. They're going to do you dirty once again. I haven't been done dirty too many times. Like, I've had bad situations that didn't work out. But, like, done dirty, I haven't really been done dirty too many times. I don't want to say that I've necessarily been, I've been done dirty one time, and it was by a family member. And we're good now. We're cool. Um, but it was really bad <laughs> situation. Um, but like the friends that I've lost, like I can't say that they necessarily done me dirty. They weren't. They just weren't good friends. And I think that mm. some with some people, like I've had to learn that some people don't know how to be good friends. Like they don't. They've never been taught. Yeah. They've never. That's and, true. I, and I'm just like at this big age, you don't know how to be a friend. But like <laughs> but sometimes it happens, it's like that. Yeah, it happens sometimes. And um, I would like to think that. Um, anybody that comes across me if I've been their friend that they have seen some type like I, they've gotten something from me they've gotten something from from the relationship the friendship that I have and I'm I'm um, sorry um, they've gotten something from me and how do I put it um They've learned something. They grasped something. They could take it on with them. Like, I don't think that any of them yeah. would have something, like, super horrible to say about me. Um, because, one, it would make them look bad because it, I've, <laughs> I've done so much for some of you. Like, for yeah. instance, like, and it's funny, one of my best friends, we worked together, ex-best friends, we worked together, and, <laughs> like, he asked me for help all the time with stuff. But I'm like, I I'm always going to have some sort of, like, love for you. You know, so I'm going to help you. Like, if you need something, I got you. But so then I'm just like a few weeks back, I'm just like, well, I've been helping you so much. Like when we see each other at work, like we should be able to be cordial. Like, yeah, I did nothing to you for you to be upset and for our relationship to dissolve. So we should be able to be cordial and say hi or whatever. So I sent him a yeah. message and just saying that, like, you know, like I always got love for you if you need something like I'm always here for you. Like we should be able to be cordial and 
this fool left me on red. <laughs> and I'm Ooh. like, dang. And then the next day asked me for help for something. <laughs> oh, no. The nerve. We the, the nerve. The like, <laughs> and it's so crazy because, like, he'll ask, he'll joke with me over this, like, I am and everything. And, like, like we're cool. And I'm like, but if he sees me in person, he won't even look in my direction. And I'm just hey. like, you want to be my friend so bad still, but you're being so prideful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, pride to get you sometimes, people. Oof, yeah, it's a killer sometimes. It, oh, it, it got some people in a chokehold. I won't, I won't lie. <laughs> no, seriously. So, what would you say is a well? I have a, two more questions for you. One of them being, um, this is one of my favorite questions to see if you could have an intimate dinner with three people, no matter if they're living or, or dead. Um, who would those three people be, and why? Oof. Uh... First of all, pretty easy. Uh, Michael Jackson, um, Prince, for the same reasons. Uh, they were very big idols of mine. Um, I love the way that they, they were able to express themselves in music. Um, I love the impact that they've had. And I feel like for both, um, music was something spiritual. Um, and just to like have that conversation and tap in like I've, I've watched interviews obviously but it's a little bit different feeling their energy in person and kind of hearing their output their outlook on life and music i think would do a lot to kind of help me as an artist and as a person um for a third one man i i think i'm gonna choose this one's a tough one uh but I'm, i think i'm gonna go with stevie wonder um Again, it, these are all music people just because <laughs> clearly I love, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a student first and I, and I love to study, but Stevie to me is one of the best songwriters ever. Um, so to kind of just like, just experience him yeah. <laughs> would be incredible. Um, cause I, I've heard interviews of other artists, you know, that have, you know, been in the same, you know, places as him. And it's like, yeah, I kind of just want to be around that energy as well um, and, and take in, soak up as much as I can with that. And I think they're all, they seem like all really like cool people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really Outside from musicians, that. yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I I um, normally have, every time I ask this question, people ask me what mine's and I, I usually change the answers. <laughs> but like, I think that I finally, like I already, Janet Jackson's always in there. I like nice. watch her, like, even just with watching her interviews, like I've learned kind of how to ask certain questions or when, how to get the answer I want out of questions. Cause like her media training is so crazy that she like, you know, goes off and you don't even realize that she didn't even answer the question at all. So, but I would like to have like, cause even if, I don't know if you watched her documentary that she had earlier this year. Oh, I haven't had a chance to know. Well, it's on, I don't know where it's on. It was on Lifetime, but I don't know. You probably can find it on Hulu or something. But anyways. Um, I, I got it. I, I have access to it. I just had a chance Definitely to watch, watch it. Um, do yourself a... <laughs> do her a good service and watch her. But um, I, there's just so much stuff that I feel she left out. There's like she, mm. she, she opened up about a lot, but there's so much that she still did not say. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I didn't know this, but why didn't you even speak on this? Like, you know, like, and mm -hmm. so I would like to have an intimate dinner to be able to talk and ask her, like, it's like, even if it's the podcast, I'm just like, this is off the record. Like, yeah. <laughs> Cause I just really want to, you know, 
Um, the other person would be either Robin Williams or mm, Jim Carrey. That's a good one. Um, I feel like Robin Williams was so depressed and we didn't even notice it because all he yeah. did was make us laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, and then if you go back and you look at a lot of the quotes that he has said over the years, like, we just didn't even notice. Yeah. Like, he was saying, like, like one of the quotes was something about, like, the saddest people or the people that try to make other people happy and laugh. Like, just certain things that we don't even we overlook. So I would really like to, because, I mean, I, I remember when he passed, um, like, it, it felt like it came out of nowhere. Like Yeah. No, that really did. Um. So I would definitely um, want to speak to to him um, or Jim Carrey because Jim Carrey's living, and I feel like he's gone through a lot of the same similar things that like he's battled with depression and stuff, um, and just really wise beyond his years, um, even though he's old as God knows what now. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, and then my third person would probably be. Huh. That's always because there's like people that I love. Like I love Latoya Luckett. Love Latoya Luckett. That used to be in Destiny's Child. Love Latoya. Um, yeah. And but I've spoken to her briefly before. Um, oh, nice. And, I, and I've met her. I met her a few times, and we actually have a mutual friend. Um. Um. Then there's Brandy, who is my Brandy favorite singer of all time. Like I first CD I've ever bought, and I was actually able to meet her. Um. Like. What are we? 2022. I met her about 10 or 11 years ago at some industry uh, uh, Valentine's party, and I was able to tell her like, "Oh, you're the first per- the first person to ever like tweet me back on the first celebrity to ever like message me back on Twitter. Like the first CD I ever bought with my own money was a Brandy CD. Uh, so I was able to like tell her these things. So that was that was pretty awesome and cool. Um, and I even met her mom like months later and her and it's oh, so wow. crazy like how you see people on tv because you know like she had her own show her and ray j and yeah i always thought her mom was like so mean and like because she just came off that way because she's how she was but when i met her she was like the sweetest person on earth i was like hey mrs norwood and literally she grabbed my hand and we're walking through the mall in the topanga mall um and Topanga Mall. I've been there. <laughs> yes, walking through the Topanga Mall. It was Christmas Eve too. Walking through the Topanga Mall, we're just holding hands, talking. And this that probably never happened to the day with COVID and everything and monkeypox. I love that. But to even just have that, you know, that memory or whatever. And I believe that Brandy happened to be in that mall. Brandy and Ray J, because they were shopping as a family. They happened to be in Macy's, but I didn't want to go in Macy's because I didn't want to look like a stalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, I sit back now. Understood. I, like, I, I sit back now, and I was like, I should wish I would have just went in there. I just wish yeah. I would have. Maybe she would. She would have remembered me. Like she follows me on Twitter now. Um, since then, but um, so I've had like encounters with certain people. But my third person would probably be. I don't know. Like I. I, I want to. I will probably like The Rock or somebody. Just because I like he came from nothing and like he's the biggest yeah. actor in the world now, like he's yeah, yeah you know like, he, and he does like in just certain things that I see like he like buys his cousin a whole house like recently, and then gave a, yeah. like, gave his car away to somebody that needed a new truck like you know just certain things like that like I can't I personally cannot wait 
till I'm able to be in that position where I can do things like that, go into a Walmart and just be like, oh, I'm buying everybody's everybody's Christmas gifts. Like, I think that's yeah. so amazing. And I have that type of heart, but I don't got them type of pockets yet. So. Yeah, right. The pockets <laughs> got to match. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really surreal. The Rock's a good one. It's really surreal. Like me being, I grew up like a wrestling fan. So Same. watching him as a wrestler yeah. to like, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm crazy. still in the same universe. Like, oh, wow, this is... And I feel like he hasn't changed in a sense. Like, who he was as yeah. a wrestler is who he is as a person, in a sense. Like, he's funny. He taught, like, you know, he he's literally mm-hmm. made, made for this. Um, someone did say something that I didn't realize because they were like, oh, The Rock can't really act. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, look at his roles. He plays the same character in every role. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you do got a point. <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Um, but I would love to see him do like some type of drama, like something that's more heartfelt. Like, cause I'm, I, he may, I'm pretty sure he can do that. Like, you know, everything it's entertainment business. I'm pretty sure he can do that. And, and then, and if I had to choose a fourth, it would probably be Will Smith. And I would ask him why he's still with Jada. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, wow. I just don't feel that she loves him. Um, I don't feel that she loves him. Um, and, and I could be completely wrong, but I don't know. I don't know their situation. Um, but I don't see it. I don't feel it. Um, and to be why, like, why are you in this relationship? Your kids is grown now. Like, it makes me think that like, do you love yourself fully? Yeah, I can, I can see that. But I think for me too, it's like, I feel like love can love my rat of different ways um and it might not always align with what we want out of love um but yeah love can look completely different from someone else and that's the love that they need uh versus the love that we feel like they should have or you know it should look like in this way um so while i understand that i'm like eh, i don't know it'd, it'd be it's pretty hard to imagine being with somebody for that long and still choosing to be with them if, if it wasn't something like if there wasn't something bigger than yeah and then oh and i love august alcina i feel like he's been through so much in his life that i would love to Mm -hmm. sit down and have a conversation about that but those are just my he's been through a lot yeah yeah, for real i've been feeling that he just got his ass beat by um story lines the other day or sucker punch i should say (laughs) so if i had to pick a fourth i would pick usher but the only reason that i didn't put him in there is because i feel like i'm going to meet him um you know so it's like if i i I'm going to meet Usher because that's another idol of mine. So it's like, I'm going to meet him. So I'm not going to put him in there because I know I'm going to meet him. (laughs) Um, So the last question that I have, and it's not really a question. It's just something that I like for people to do. Um, Okay. So oftentimes in life, we uh, give gratitude to people that have done great things for us or just that we've seen they've they've accomplished things and we give them gratitudes. And, you know, I want you to applaud yourself for whatever you've been through or everything that you've come from um right now just take the moment out to thank yourself for whatever that's a good one (laughs) that's a good i really love that (laughs) i was i was getting fully in my mind i was getting fully ready to be like oh i know exactly who to be grateful for Mm -hmm. like i know who exactly to fill their cup and then i'm like oh me yeah (laughs) that's good that's good that's good thank you for that um thank you for that i I feel like we don't 
give each other, um, give ourselves enough gratitude um, for just showing up and being here. Because just living sometimes is can be exhausting. Uh, yeah. um, and we have to make that choice every single day with everything that we do. So it, it's very important to be like, I'm grateful for me, <laughs> for showing up for myself, for being here. Um, so thank you for that. Um, so what's next for you? More music, more music. Uh, I'm working on an EP. I'm also working on an album. Um, I got some really cool ideas that I want to implement um, and put out there. Obviously, I'm still independent. Um, so everything is kind of just like a labor of love still. <laughs> but I want to be able to do what I've been doing just on, on a bigger scale, bigger level, and just continue to give quality music to people. Um, I also want to bring it bring it live because I think um, that's a part of my my artistry that really hits and connects. Like for you, you said, yo, I got to get the orange, the actual live yes. um, audio. I want that because I like that better. Like there's a certain aspect in the live versions that really hit and I want to be able to bring that to people, um, you know, get get out to some cities, perform a lot more uh, and bring that experience. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear more from you and I do want to thank you so much for actually uh, being on the podcast um, and of course, of ex course. Uh, expressing yourself. Um, can I ask, what, what zodiac sign are you? Gemini. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> no, I just, I, like, my favorite sign is actually Gemini. Like, I, I get along well with them. And then. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's, it's always nice to hear good things about Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, usually not. I always hear bad things about them, but that's the sign that, um, that I, I personally get along well with the most. I'm an Aries. Um, You're an Aries. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So I was just curious. It's actually my moon. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. My moon is, I'm an Aries rising and Aries and then my moon is in Pisces. Sin interesting okay yeah so I, i'm really i feel like i'm like what you see is kind of what you get either you like yeah yeah and it's really like that i was like either you like me or you don't and i find more so not that people do actually like me they appreciate my bluntness and my honest however i yeah. found that i have to have more tact sometimes <laughs> um because you can't just say anything reckless or anything crazy and i like i'll look back at videos that i've seen like that i've recorded i actually need to take them down from youtube before i get canceled um but stuff that i would would say back in the day and i'm just like oh my god i would never say this now like what was i thinking back then like who was that like yeah. um i think the older i've gotten the more soft my heart has gotten um and before i would just say stuff and not care, but now, like, I'm really just, like, I never want to hurt nobody's feelings. Like, that's never the case. And that was the whole premise of why I changed the, 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 um, the scale of the podcast before I was doing, like, the Wendy Williams Top Topics type stuff or whatever. Mm. Um, and I said something on there, and I don't mind saying it again, people don't hurt it, uh, <laughs> but I was, I made a funny joke, and it was, I thought it was funny, I, to this day, I still think it's funny, but afterwards, I went back, and I listened to the podcast, and I'm like, I shouldn't have said that, uh, so yeah. what I said was, it was re referencing to Megan the Stallion getting shot in the foot, and I'm like, how did she get shot in the foot, was she galloping away, and <laughs> it's a play on words, but, you know, but at the same time, I'm just like, that's not funny, because I should not be making fun of a woman or anybody getting shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, I gotta change 
I can't keep doing that stuff like this. So yeah, this is what it and is it's, now. It, it's it's beautiful because usually when you the way life is sometimes it causes us to harden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we come off soft and it's just like we just get harder and harder just because of the experiences that we have. So to see to hear you be like, yeah, I used to be harder and I've I've softened up. That's a beautiful thing. Oh, um, nice. Just to be aware of that and and be intentional with that is is incredible. Yeah, I've learned I've learned to to lean in. Um, I don't know when it happened. I always tell people once you hit twenty seven, you start to change. Um, you start to yeah. Once you hit twenty, yeah. Once you hit twenty seven, it's like ooh, wait. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny though because like people would tell me that, and I'm just like whatever. And then when it happened, I'm like, oh snap! There's something about I don't know what it is about hitting twenty seven where you start to just change a little bit, and um, I feel like I know who I am. Uh, and I don't know. I feel like I've always known who I am, though. I, I don't know. I feel like some people uh, struggle with that a lot, but I, yeah. that's not anything that I've ever struggled with. I've never fallen into peer pressure. If I didn't want to do something, I don't do it. Uh, yeah. I So I've always been very self-aware of a lot of things. Um, not to toot my own horn or anything. But, <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm pretty great. <laughs> um. <laughs> But you know, I'm still I'm still a work in progress. I'm still learning, and you know, so. yeah, like all of us. <laughs> exactly. Was well, there any la- final words um, that you want to give out to the people and tell us where they can find you? Yeah, of course. Um, so my new single "Lemonade" is out now. Um, they can find me on all social media under Mr. Love Ballad M R L O V E B A L L A D on apple spotify title whatever streaming platform they listen to i go by just ballad um pretty easy to find just either ballad lemonade or ballad orange or whatever song that you may be looking for with ballad in front of it you'll be able to find me um i'm just grateful for every listen that i get you know if it makes you feel something share it with somebody uh sharing music is a sacred thing and i hope that my music can touch you in that way where you feel compelled to share it with others and i'm just grateful for you for allowing me to be here it's been a pleasure Thank you. Thank you so much. I do want to say that, um, <laughs> this is so weird. I've had a lot of artists on here from all different types of artists or whatever, but you actually give me artist vibes. <laughs> oh, wow. <well. laughs> um, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Not to say that nobody else did, but I just, I don't know. I see just something about your aura. I, 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 I don't know. Thank you. Yeah. I, I see it. Thank you. So yeah. yeah that, that means a lot to me. I just, I just show up. Yeah, I feel that you're you're live. I feel like you're an artist that people need to see live. Grant, I've never really seen you live, but I could just I, I feel that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. Well, you guys already know where you can find me, Terrell Garnett underscore on everything. Um and my playlist is out now. Pussy hair, and I was so against calling it. I wasn't against calling it that, but I had to pray about it because, <laughs> like, it's so vulgar. I go to church, and I'm like, "What are people gonna think?" Um, because yeah, I have yeah, another yeah. playlist that's a gospel playlist, but it's called WAP Worship and Praise. Get your head out the gutter, people. Ooh, um, nice. and and then I have my other play- playlist called By Soul Separate. Um, and I believe you're actually on that playlist as well. But um, I feel like pussy hair is just so. It sounds so vulgar. <laughs> It's, it's it's but it's fitting it, 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 it is it just makes sense and then when you listen to the playlist you're just gonna be like oh damn this feels good like you know and i like listened right. to it the other day and i was like damn i did the damn thing on this one and, 
And like new music comes on it all um, all the time every every Monday. I add more songs to it, so be on the lookout for that. You can find that, and it's only exclusively to Apple Music. I have not yet to put it on Spotify because it just takes too much. I'm, I'm a busy man, so check that out on Apple Music. Um, type in Pussy Hair or Terrell Garnett, and you'll find it. But again, thank you guys, people, for listening in to another podcast, and thank you, Ballad, for for coming on. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.